It's 5 in 10 from Skywatch TV for Thursday, August 31st, 2023. I'm Derek Gilbert. We're online at skywatchtv.com, youtube.com at 5 in 10. Subscribe, share, and then guarantee we don't get canceled by downloading the free Skywatch TV app. Details on that before the end of this program. Topic number five today, the old, as in uh, old soldiers, Ukraine, sending them to the front lines, sadly. By the end of this year, some 10,000 Ukrainian soldiers will go through NATO-sponsored training hosted by Germany, conducted by German, Dutch, and Danish officers. But the Financial Times, in an article about this training, revealed something about Ukraine's military that's rather revealing and uh, not at all good news. I mean, it's known that their counteroffensive is not going as well as hoped. But uh, one aspect of the uh, state of Ukraine's military that's not being widely reported is that uh, Ukraine is literally running out of men of fighting age. According to the article, quote, the age and ability of the soldiers they are sent varies wildly as Ukrainian commanders on the front line are often unwilling to spare their best men. One volunteer who turned up in Germany for the NATO training was 71 years old. That's right. Financial Times identified a 71-year-old volunteer being trained in Germany to get sent to the front lines to fight the Russian military. And this is not the first time this has uh, been revealed. Actually, the Ukrainian military um, tweeted out to its social media outlets a uh, post bragging about the men in their 50s, 60s, and beyond, and beyond, willing to fight and die for the country. Now, there's no questioning their, their bravery, but the fact they've got guys in my age group and older being sent to the front lines to fight Russia's military is uh, not a good sign. It really underscores the sad state of Ukraine's military. Topic number four, Biden and TikTok. You remember during the Trump administration how he was pressuring the company ByteDance, which is really just a front for the Chinese Communist Party, to divest TikTok, at least in the United States, because it was widely assumed that TikTok was a Chinese spying app and how that conversation sort of ended as soon as Joe Biden took office. We kind of assumed it's because Hunter and Joe, Joe taking his 10% cut, were um, profiting from a cozy relationship with the Chinese Communist Party. Turns out that that's not really the reason that the White House has backed off of its aggressive stance towards TikTok. According to um, Forbes magazine, it appears that the Biden administration wanted to roll TikTok into the burgeoning surveillance industrial complex. Forbes obtained a 100-page draft of an agreement that the White House was trying to reach with ByteDance on how TikTok could be used by the Biden administration. The agreement would purportedly give the U.S. government the power to examine TikTok's servers with no notice would also give the U.S. government the power to veto any changes to TikTok's content moderation policies, block changes to the app's U.S. terms of service and privacy policy, veto the hiring of any executive involved in leading TikTok's U.S. data security organization, order TikTok and its parent company ByteDance to pay for and subject themselves to various audits, assessments, and other reports on the security of TikTok's U.S. operations, and in some circumstances, require ByteDance to temporarily block TikTok inside the United States. Again, the Biden administration decided it was better to incorporate TikTok into the surveillance industrial complex rather than protect U.S. consumers from being spied upon. Biden 
And his backers, his <laughs> controllers, just wanting in on that sweet, sweet spying action. Topic number three, the climate cult. That's uh, Extinction Rebellion on the screen behind me there. Several stories today highlighting the fact that climate alarmism is really a cult, a firmly held belief in something for which there is no real evidence. Paper straws, paper straws, according to a new study, found uh, contained uh, that the paper straws contain potentially toxic chemicals, which could pose a risk to health of humans and wildlife and the environment. Poly and perfluoroalkyl substances, or PFAS, are long-lasting, potentially destructive, and uh, they've been discovered in the majority of paper and bamboo straws tested. In other words, these straws, which were supposed to save the oceans from straws, because plastic waste being dumped in the waters, uh, actually have toxic chemicals in them. Maybe just don't use any straws. Meanwhile, the Department of Energy is proposing a rule that would require ceiling fans to be more energy efficient. The uh, Department of Energy arguing that this move would save U.S. households on energy costs. Uh, According to the Energy Department's analysis, the new rules would save households an average of about $39 over the lifespan of a new energy efficient fan. However, the cost of manufacturers associated with the increased equipment will total about $87 million per year. Now, the average lifespan of a ceiling fan, say 10 years, maybe 20 at most, um, so <laughs> suggests that the benefit to you is roughly, uh, what, $4 a year? Because again, that's 39 bucks over the lifespan of the fan while costing industry about $87 million a year. Well... We're not alone in this kind of crazy. Over in the UK, Chris Stark, who's head of the Climate Change Commission there, wants ordinary citizens to turn off their electric heaters or heat pumps at night as part of a wider drive to deliver emissions savings, helping the UK reach its net zero goal. Um, And this, by the way, also includes a shift away from gas boilers, getting rid of gas boilers, replacing them with heat pumps, but then leaving the heat pumps off at night to reach net zero. This is uh, contained in a document on behavior change, where the Climate Change Commission recommended that Britons instead preheat their homes in the afternoon when electricity use is lower and thus would theoretically save money. When the sun's shining in the wintertime, heat your home up and then let that heat, residual heat, just keep you warm all night long. Uh, Now, I I said uh, ordinary citizens because, as it turns out, uh, Chris Stark, the head of this commission admits that he still has a gas boiler. He says, I I wish I didn't, but I live in a flat and it would just be too hard to put a a heat pump in the flat. Yes, uh, all of this, by the way, is just pointless virtue signaling because China continues to approve new coal power plant projects at the rate of two per week. Two per week. A rate energy watchdogs say is unsustainable if the country hopes to achieve its energy targets. Hmm. Maybe President Xi is more concerned with lifting the uh, living standards of the people in China than reaching some ethereal net zero goal. While the rest of us are cold, (laughs) poor, and sitting in the dark. Topic number two, speaking of cults. Let's talk about gender. A cosmetic brand is cutting ties with rock and roller Alice Cooper after he suggested that transgenderism among youth is just a fad 
and raised concerns about adults teaching children they can change their sex if they want to or even identify as a cat. <laughs> Two weeks ago, Cooper outlined details of a collaboration with a company called Vampire Cosmetics. That's Vampire with a Y. And uh, a licensing agent, Global Merchandising, they were going to create a line of cosmetics celebrating the distinctive look and style of Alice Cooper. But then five days after Cooper detailed or unveiled those details, he posted an interview or an interview was posted with Cooper and the online uh, news site StereoGum, where uh, Cooper was asked about recent comments by Paul Stanley of Kiss and D. Snyder of Twisted Sister. And they expressed their concerns, their reservations about uh, the current transgender activist movement. After he uh, derided what he referred to as the whole woke thing, uh, Cooper lamented that it's gone to the point of absurdity. And then, of course, Vampire Cosmetics immediately went to Instagram to virtue signal and announced that the deal with Cooper was off. You see, blasphemy laws are still alive and well. It's just that they're only being enforced now by so-called progressives on the left. And we're, we're living in an age where grown men who made their living by wearing full makeup on stage are considered too conservative to be allowed to speak publicly in our culture. Coming up, Chicago, my kind of town, not. That's next on 5 and 10. Well, ladies and gentlemen, with just a few minutes on the clock, we want to make sure that you know how you can get your copies of both of these incredible new works in the Warriors of God special offer. When you order the Warriors of God special offer, you'll receive the Kingdom Warrior full-spectrum spiritual warfare, biblical clearing, and maintaining your spiritual perimeter by Dr. Michael Lake. But you'll also receive the brand new book by Corby Shuey, For Valor, Defending the Faith for Those of Worth. Both of these works complement each other fabulously and take you on a journey of next-level comprehension of spiritual warfare. But that's not all. Right now, when you order the Warriors of God special offer, we're also including absolutely free the phenomenal two-disc collection on DVD, The Final Countdown, featuring Dr. Thomas Horn, Ali Anderson, and Donna Howell on how the secrets hidden within the biblical feasts unveil the final countdown to the return of Jesus Christ and the rapture of the church. But also included in this incredible special offer is Dr. Michael Lake's massive Shearith Imperative data DVD library that includes 56 different Christian classic books on PDF for use on device of your choosing, Understanding the Kingdom audio series, the eSword biblical software for Windows, and several TV appearances featuring Dr. Michael Lake. All of these items hold a retail value of $95, yours now for your donation of only $35 plus shipping and handling. Item number one today, irony, thy name is Chicago. Sadly, my uh, old hometown has become one of the most dangerous in the country. And uh, proof again on Monday morning, early 5 a.m., a news team working for Univision was out getting ready to record a, uh, a report on a recent spate of robberies, armed robberies that took place over the weekend in Chicago. Before the news crew could even get out of the vehicle, they were approached by a gentleman holding a gun who robbed them of their personal belongings and the news station's camera. Yes, the news team there to report on the... 
the widespread string of robberies in Chicago were robbed at gunpoint. Sadly, this is not the first television news crew to be robbed in Chicago this year. In fact, not even the first time this month that's happened. Well, this week on Skywatch TV, we're talking about spiritual warfare with Dr. Michael Lake and Corby Shuey, authors of The Kingdom Warrior and For Valor. Don't miss these programs. Powerful stuff as we see our society changing and not for the better right in front of our eyes. Our broadcast schedule is posted online at skywatchtv.com slash channels, but you can watch the broadcast show anytime you like at our website, skywatchtv.com. You can also get it on Roku or Apple TV if you've got the Skywatch TV app for your set-top box, or you could go to our uh, YouTube channel for the main program that is at Skywatch TV now on YouTube or our Rumble channel, rumble.com slash skywatchtv. Better yet, download our free app. Skywatch TV's app brings you all of our video content right to your smartphone or tablet, bypassing the gatekeepers because the content is hosted by the Christian company that developed the app. In other words, we won't be canceled from our app. It's available for iOS, Android, and Amazon Kindle Fire phones and tablets. It is free, and we have links to their app stores posted at skywatchtv.com. You'll find the link in the top menu bar. Thank you for watching as we keep watch. I'm Derek Gilbert, and this is 5 in 10 from Skywatch TV.